Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Karg, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. I'm back with another marketing expert interview today. I have here with me Dan Drucker, Senior Digital Marketer at AmericanEagle.com. Dan, do you want to introduce a little bit about yourself? Not too much, though, because we're going to get into all the dirty details later. So just let's start with how long you've been at the company and what you do for us here. Sure. I joined American Eagle in December of last year. Oh, wow. And fresh yeah, meat. I am fresh <laughs> meat. So, And as you mentioned, I'm a digital or senior digital marketer. And basically, I am helping companies build out their overall digital marketing plans. There's a lot of emphasis on SEO, on content, but also supporting paid efforts, analytic efforts, things along those lines. So it's basically making sure the clients we're working with have a complete and total holistic web presence and coverage when it comes to all the data capture. Awesome. Well, welcome to the team. I, I hope you're having a great time so far. We're, we're excited to have you here today on the podcast. Thank you. So walk me through your background. You were born. Now you're here. What happened in between school-wise and career-wise? We don't want to, you know, everything. <laughs> sure. I will try to remember everything that I can yeah. that is relevant. So yes, I was born. I believe that occurred almost what, 46 years yeah. ago. My <laughs> God. Went to at Highland Park High School, went to the University of Kansas, Rock Chalk. No way. Yeah. University of Kansas that were mortal enemies. Oh, I went job. to Mizzou. <laughs> and you guys, yeah, well, you, you, you ran with your tails between your legs, yeah. leaving the Big 12, couldn't win a border war, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I got extra gloating because of what happened last week. I was going to say congrats on the W. The NCAA champion. I was like, yeah. I, what did I call it? WNBA? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even know. Anyway. Yeah. So that, that, was, yeah. that was fun. But after college, I came back here to Chicago, worked for a company called PR Newswire for about a year. Mm. And I had a passion for music back then. And I played music throughout high school, throughout college, and so on. And I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well try now. I'm like yeah. 21, 22, so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so after a year working, I packed up my bags, moved out to L.A., no lived way. out there for about two and a half years doing music. I had the long hair, the leather pants. Wow. I was living the dream on uh, the Sunset Strip. It was, it, was, it was quite a good time. But after about two and a half years, I was burned out. I was done. Yeah. LA is a unique town, it's especially, tough. Yeah. especially coming from the Midwest. LA is a very unique town. So came back home, started working at that point for a company called Getty Images. And okay. they sell basically stock photography and video to yeah, yeah. The advertising and communication industries. And during that time, I was still in sales. Actually, I should st take a step back. When I got out of school, I went into sales at Pure Newswire, did sales at Getty Images as well. I was a history major in college, and I always thought I was going to go to law school. All over the board. All wow. over the board, all over the <laughs> all over the place. But what ended up happening is during my times in sales, I, while I like doing the sales and I like doing the interaction, I got more involved in the strategy. Yeah. Like, how are these companies figuring out how to position these tools? How do, once you get a customer in, how are you getting them to the next product and the next product, you know, all the cross-selling? So a lot of things that I worked on was trying to figure out how I can build that out for my own account base. When I joined Getty Images, it was primarily an outside sales role. They handed mm -hmm. me a, in essence, a client list, a phone book, and the computer and said, smile and dial. Try to get these <laughs> accounts going again. And I was going after these, what they called slumped accounts, you know, uh, non-active digital firms, creative agencies that, you know, we're only buying every once in a while. And I did it. I smiled and I dialed for about a year and, you know, didn't really make that much headway. But yeah. from that time, it, 
you realize you're doing all this market research when you're uh -huh. talking to these customers. And what I realized is that the angle wasn't about trying to position these images as being like high quality or the most artistic value. It was flipping it on its head and talking about the website as a project management tool. Mm -hmm. And that's in essence what the Getty Images website was. It, people could do, you know, searching, they could do some creative work, they can share it, they collaborate and do all that, but it wasn't being positioned that way. Yeah. Once I kind of developed that strategy and started leading with that over the images, it took off. I think in about four years span from these slumped accounts, I drove over about $3 million in business. Wow. That was, you know, getting this type of message because they realized, oh my God, if I just use this as my tool, I can be so much more efficient. Caveat yeah. was, you can only put Getty Images in the tool. Mm -hmm. So we made them more efficient, but then forced them to buy from Getty Images. Okay. But at that time, that's when I really got into more of the strategy when it came to marketing. Went back to school, got my master's in integrated marketing communications. And at that time, uh, the Roosevelt University had the most the best program that fit my life because I was working full-time, had to go to school at night. Yeah, so yeah. I, and that's in the city, right? That's in the city. Yep. And, and ironically, it was right next to my office. So oh, it made cool. life a little bit easier. I mean, I was doing the grind, you know, working full-time, running home, taking care of the dog yeah. in about a 20-minute span, getting back to work. Oh, geez. And then sitting in class for three yeah. hours a night, you know, four nights a week. It was yeah. it was good times. But <laughs> finished that in uh, 2005. Actually completed the program with a 4.0, which is Congrats. actually shocking no, that's because amazing. that definitely did not happen in high school, no, in that's college, <laughs> even in elementary school. So I mean, it's because you were more mature. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll use that checkbox. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, after that, that's when I started looking for more marketing positions. Okay, and obviously at this time in 2005. I mean, the internet is around, but you're now beginning to things see things really take hold. PPC yeah. is really launching. You're, you're beginning to hear about the first things in local search. Yeah. Of course, SEO was around at that time, but, you know, this is still the days before Penguin and Panda updates where people are doing just keyword stuffing yeah. and all and all that. So oh, yeah. After my time at Getty Images, I took a position with a company called Hostway, and they were a web hosting company. And what they were trying to do was develop, in essence, an internal agency where they didn't pass on their web hosting companies to someone else. Yeah. So we were offering web development. We were offering um, some local search tools. We even did PPC. But this is so long ago. This is the days of when PPC was sold with buckets of clicks. Okay. I don't know if anybody remembers those days where you could actually spend, here, you give us $500, we'll guarantee you 200 clicks to your website. Oh, okay. Optimization results, not really as important and also the tools yeah. weren't there but just to show you how far i go back into, yeah. <laughs> into the mix so i did that for about a year and a half we drove about 500 clients if i recall about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in additional revenue for the firm and then after that i worked for a company called zach's investment research and i was working in a subdivision there that was an advertising network what was really interesting about that company and what they did is they would work with small niche financial websites okay and they would help these websites organize themselves in a way that they could develop media from the traffic they were getting okay that's what we would do we would coach them and say hey let's organize this site this way so we can build a newsletter list or you know put can spam compliance when we're capturing emails or restructure the site so we have space for banner ads and things like that and once those websites got to a point where they had enough traffic and they had this available media, we'd group them together and go to the bigger financial names. Everybody from, you know, Bank of America to Chase to Scott Trade to E-Trade and, and whatnot. And, you know, group this media to say, hey, we have a very niche target that you can leverage to go after these, you know, uh, investors. And we would sell integrated programs that combined banner ads, lead generation through like co-registration, email marketing, 
newsletter sponsorships and a variety of different yeah. other things. Yeah, yeah. But it was it's a very interesting business when you get into these type of uh, niches. So that was something I did for about three years. I also worked for another company that did something very similar called Investing Media Solutions. They were actually run by the same individuals and they recruited me to do that. But in between those times and before my time at American Eagle, that's where I spent the last seven years. I was with Allstate Insurance. Okay. And at Allstate, I ran their digital optimization team. So okay. I managed about 25 different digital marketers and we worked with the agency force. And we're talking about 10,000 agents helping them build out their websites, their social profiles, manage their online reviews, wow. and really figure out ways how they can become more relevant online within the geography that they're servicing. So I think one of my specialties when it comes to the SEO space is the local search. Okay. You know, Google really, I mean, they've been trying to replace the phone book for years. Now, yeah. You know, <laughs> and we're talking back all the way from 2005 and whenever they launched their place pages and all of that. But I mean, that's what it is. I mean, Google is the new phone book. Yeah. And not every company is f taking full advantage of the tools that Google makes readily available to them. Yeah. And that's one of the main things that we leveraged at Allstate and that I'm trying to bring here to American Eagle with some of the customers that I'm working with that have brick and mortar locations. We do you know, a lot of the SEO work to make sure their websites are in good shape, can be found and indexable, can drive, you know, interactions and conversions. We do the same thing, you know, on the paid side, but the local space is something that we can really take advantage of, especially if we have a brick and mortar to servicing a specific geography. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, now with how e-commerce is just everything and everywhere, it's kind of nice to have you helping out the brick and mortar people too, the local brick right. and mortar and helping, you know, in our community as well. True. And, and, and even Google, I mean, they've, over the years, they've defaulted to local searches when they serve these results. Yeah. So even if you're not a, even if your business serves, you know, the national community or statewide, if you still have that brick and mortar shop, you have a chance to own more of the SERP results if you take advantage of local search. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... You have done, it seems like, anything and everything, you know, in your lifetime. What brought you to AmericanEagle.com and how how did you get into SEO for us? Sure. So what brought me to AmericanEagle.com, I've known about American Eagle for years. I oh, actually cool. tried to use American Eagle when I was working at Investing Media Solutions to help build out the website that we were launching for them. I've also worked, I mean, I go through all the details, but I've worked at a lot of other smaller niche, like, SEO firms, yeah. web, web design mm -hmm. firms. American Eagle, to me, is always the one that figured it out and did yeah. it correctly. <laughs> so to me, they're, they're always like the ones, you know, I know there's many of them that are still chasing, probably launched around the same time, you know, 20, 20 years ago that are yeah. still sitting at, you know, 10, 15 people mm -hmm. compared to what American Eagle has has accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean yeah. just thinking with the SEO, I think the local side is probably what was interesting about my background mm -hmm. um, because I know they're acquiring more and more of these type of corporate clients that have either, you know, a, a single brick and mortar yeah. or multiple locations. Like one company I'm working with right now is Carex. Yeah. And they have over 130 of these throughout the Chicagoland area. Yeah. All of those, you know, brick and mortar locations have the the opportunity to leverage local search to drive traffic to those those shops. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a big goal of AmericanEagle.com, especially this year, is, you know, doing backyard business, they call it, and just kind of seeing what kind of clients we can help around this area mm -hmm. and all of the areas and the offices that we serve. So that's awesome. So throughout your entire career and learning about SEO, what tools or software systems, anything did you use to learn about and master SEO best practices? Wow. There's no, uh, first of all, I would never consider myself a master yeah. at anything. <laughs> uh, there's there's going to be there's always 10 times be people, things to bigger learn. fish in the yeah. sea and more mm -hmm. things to learn. But I think, you know, when you start with this, you know, you're starting out with your basics. You know, yeah. you're obviously Google Analytics, 
you know, uh, Google Ads, also the industry leaders, the search engine land, search engine space, you know, leveraging those type of those publications just to kind of get you started is where I started, but then also keep going back to them so you can build them into your progression as you go, because, you know, you're going to learn things, go back to those resources, double check, has someone else written about it? Are you getting, you know, the right information? Because it's SEO. It's almost like the media these days. You're going to hear one thing from someone you're, and you're going to hear yeah. something from someone else and yeah. you don't know what to do. you got to <laughs> validate it for yourself. But for me, one of my areas of expertise, especially in the local side, is the Yex platform. Okay. Yex is one of our partners and it's one of those main companies out there that support local search. They do distribution of what they call NAP information, name, address, and phone number mm. to, I think they have something called power listings. I think it's probably up to 60 or 70 that they'll populate, create and populate profiles across the web for all these brick and mortar shops. Now, it's not that people are actually going to these databases and so on because, you know, they're not going to beat out Google, but the spiders and the the robots still crawl these to confirm the information. So when you have consistency on NAP information plus, you know, email address, other things across the web, that's when Google gets really confident and starts pushing your, your Google listings higher. Yex is a platform that empowers businesses like CarX, even like Allstate, to make sure they have consistency in that distribution. And that's one of the platforms that I've gotten pretty good with over the last couple of years. Awesome. We've talked a lot about, you know, the importance of SEO locally and kind of what you do here. But just overarchingly, why is SEO important for the marketing industry and for businesses in general? And I feel like that's a really long-winded question because the answer could probably go on for days. Yeah. But if you could try to wrap it up. <laughs> I, I think obviously, well, in my opinion, the next big thing, and it's already here, it's going to be the ongoing evolution of voice search. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, just because if you just think about, you know, where search was in the 20 years ago to yeah. where it is now and so on, it's always this evolution of simplifying lives. And that's Google's, you know, part of the mission, organize the information and make sure it's, you know, usable for everybody. Yeah. I just see voice search taking that over where you're going to take away the complexity of having to do typing on the keyboard, mm -hmm. the complexity of using your thumbs on your phone to find information where now you're just going to press one button, ask a question, and those pages that are optimized to answer that question are going to be your results. Oh, yeah. And I'm terribly guilty of asking Siri for many things right. on a daily basis. Right. <laughs> and I just, I just see that taking over. You know, one of the... <laughs> I was actually kind of shocked. My wife and I just bought a car this weekend. Oh, awesome. Congrats. Yeah, it, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. It's tough in this market. Oh, but yeah. I'm sure it was a, not a fun a experience. Now, mind you, my car is 13 years old. So, yes, I have power, you know, windows. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still using old school radio. Yeah. I don't have Sirius or any of the apps. And, you know, she's opening. I'm like, oh, this is so cool that you can do this. And I'm shocked that you can't talk to the car and say, turn on. You know, the yeah. heated steering wheel. Yeah. Turn on the heated seats or or push back, you know, the sunroof. Mm -hmm. I just feel like those are the type of things. So because you're driving and then you're doing this, it's not safe. Yeah. Yeah. Taking your just, eyes off the road in mm -hmm. any way is like. So, I mean, but, you know, obviously it's a completely different thing, but it's the same type of concept. Yeah. I see that being the next step. How do you simplify everybody's life even further? Yeah. Where all they have to do is call the next pizza place and it dials yeah. it for you. Yeah. Versus pizza places near me. Near me. Which mm -hmm. one do I want? And so on. Wow. So what do you enjoy most about SEO and the work you do with it on a daily basis? On a daily basis, you get to see the volume of things that you get done. When I was working at Allstate, one of the, my tasks there was setting up a CRM system for us to track all the work and interactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've kind of tried to carry over here as much as I can. I know we have different systems working, but I'm trying to log it all. Yeah. 
But it is nice at the end of the day to see, oh my God, I accomplished that much. And then you see it in volume, you see what the week is and then and so on. But then it's all the cherry on top is when you get to that end of the month or you get to the end of the quarter and you see the happiness and the joy in the client's face saying, hey, the numbers are up. We improved this KPI and you know all of that work helped lead to it. Yeah, it's awesome. And I know, especially in marketing and ad agencies like this and just large companies, we have so many things to do mm-hmm. all the time that it feels good, you know, when you can mark something off your to-do list and you see, like you said, see everything that you do and it just, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I'm old school. I like to use old, like notebooks too. Oh, I still handwrite all of my tasks. There, there's and no, I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, there's something that there's a good feeling when that notebook is done yeah. and you get to start a new one. Yeah. There's like, there's an accomplishment there. So Absolutely. What types of challenges do you face day to day as it relates to your position here at AmericanEagle.com? Well, I'm new. So learning everything about American Eagle, I think, is the primary challenge. And I'm learning something new every single day, which is great. So I know I'm at least on the right path. Yeah, yeah. So the operations, you know, where to log certain work, where to go to get help. I think that's kind of par for the course. But yeah, I think just in general, when you're in this space, you're always in a tough situation when you don't have that partner customer, that partner client, Mm -hmm. where they're either not giving you the feedback you need, the resources you need, or even having those open, transparent conversations about this isn't working. What do we want to do next? Or what's the next step? Yeah. Those are always the challenge that you're going to face. And I mean, that's something that no matter if you're in marketing, digital, whatever, in sales, you're always going to have those. You have to figure out how you overcome those. Yeah. I kind of get joy when I can turn that conversation. When I know someone's coming in hard-headed, they want to talk about this, this, and this, and you have the solution for them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I completely understand that. And it's nice to, you know, when someone is going into a conversation, you kind of have like that bad feeling about it. And then when you have the solution, you're like, okay, this actually mm-hmm. went a lot better than mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go, than they thought it was going to go. Or, or and sometimes you don't even have the solution. Sometimes it's also just being honest and transparent and getting yourself more time to come up with that solution. Yeah. It's I mean, so those are the challenges you're always going to face. It's a mm-hmm. matter of what can you learn from the last time? How do you bring it to the next client and just keep moving forward? Awesome. What's something about the industry that you've learned over the years that's really stuck with you? The simplest things that can be done, is, and I'm going to go back to the local search space on this, and it's sometimes the thing that's most avoided, is the completion of the work. Okay. In the local, especially I go back to like the Google profiles, you know, Google's going to reward these profiles that are complete. And it's amazing when I go in and I see some that have this elaborate like bio and then has no products listed. Mm. Or I go in and I see a product listed and they put an image, they put the price and then they have a huge space to write a description in there and it's left empty. So the one thing that kind of has stuck with me because I see this always moving the needle, complete the work. Complete the work. Try to complete the work. If you're in a profile, go complete it. If you're you know, writing content, don't just do an update for update's sake. Put the effort in to create the full long content piece. You're going to have the benefits in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking on my own experience of last night when I was online shopping and I'm looking at purses and like, I know it's a purse and there's probably not, you know, like a ton of things to say, but it's like there, when there's nothing on there, you're like, how, how do I know that I'm going to like this material or mm-hmm. just any of that? Or there's only one image of the product and you want to scroll and see it from a bunch of different angles. It's kind of just like they threw it on there and that's that. They didn't complete the work. They didn't complete the work. And I think what you're talking about there is a it's kind of the other side of this is that sometimes when if you're struggling to complete the work, don't necessarily think about it for SEO purposes or or 
hey, I, I completed this tax. Talk about that experience you just had. Yeah. You're pushing something out there that's live that might have empty fields for a future visitor to come view it and they're not getting the information they need. Yeah. So, I mean, in instance, what you just described yeah. is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, like one of the big things that we talk about in the local space side is review management. Okay. You, know, you get online reviews. Yeah. You know, online reviews come in all shapes and sizes. You might just get, you know, the rating. You might get, you know, you are great. You might get that full-blown, oh, my God, this is the worst service <laughs> I've ever experienced in the one star. Business owners who really succeed in that space, they're not necessarily writing to reply to that review. What they're writing and they're pushing a reply is for future visitors to come when they come and they see how they deal with customer service issues. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes pushes, you know, the customer one way mm -hmm. and hopefully in your favor. Hopefully in your favor. I mean, yeah. I, I guarantee, you know, if you have, I don't want to guarantee anything, yeah. but you're more likely to win that customer if they see the interactions on those reviews versus seeing all positive reviews with no interactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So seeing as you're quite the experienced marketer, SEO professional, was there ever a moment that you realized that you were really good at this? Because you, you've had so much experience. You were in music. You went to school for history. You wanted to go to law school. What you know stuck with you that marketing and as specifically SEO is going to be, you know, a majority of your career? That is a loaded question. <laughs> uh, we only ask the loaded yeah, questions. I, I guess so. I, you know, I don't necessarily think I'm good at it. I just try to do the work. You know, yes, you have, there's things in this world where you have to be creative in the SEO side of the keyword research and when you do those things and, and whatnot. But I think for me, I get validation through others that I'm doing it correctly. One, we think we already talked about it when that customer's happy. Yeah. But I think where I even get more validation is when I'm able to provide coaching or mentoring, like when I'm managing people mm -hmm. and I see them put those tasks into play and then they get the positive feedback from their customers. That to me is kind of like, you know, I can sit back and relax yeah. and that's the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you finally learn things then you can teach other people mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And so do you um, have any people working under you right now is it, or – you, not, not yet, not okay. yet. I mean, um, I mean, you know, you're we, fairly new. I'm fairly new. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we're, we're, they're putting teams together, and so you know, I'm tag teaming with you know the other digital marketers. Yeah. But just as much as I'm getting coaching from some of the technical experts, yeah, you know, if those opportunities to have those conversations, yeah, we'll have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. I think they've gone well with anyone that I've talked spoken with. Oh, no doubt. I there's a ton of great people on our digital oh, marketing yeah. team. Yeah. Tons of people to learn from, and that you can teach things to <laughs> as well. I have learned a lot over yeah. the last. Uh, <laughs> Several months. You know, one thing that was interesting, especially when I joined, is how many things I had to go kind of go back to and dust off. Yeah. You know, management is a completely different role than what we're doing now. I mean, we're in the weeds. We're in the day-to-day, -day, you know, working on the websites, working on the campaigns. That's different than managing 20 people that are yeah. doing that type of work. So yeah. it was actually – it was a nice refresher to go back and go, oh, yeah, I remember that yeah. stuff. I haven't <laughs> touched it in a while. This is fun to do, so – Yeah, it's a great learning experience even, if, like you said, dusting off mm -hmm. some other tasks. I know we talked about this a little bit with the voice interface and that kind of stuff, but what are you most excited about when it comes to the future of marketing or the future of SEO? I think for me, what I'm more excited for is it, it's something that already exists, but it's seeing companies who, many that we'll work with, that will begin to adopt the integration of all these touch points, okay. like into a CRM system like HubSpot or Salesforce, and they'll be getting, beginning to gather the learnings of, what can I gather from SEO that I can apply to paid? What can I grab from paid that I can apply to email? Yeah. What can I apply to email that I can, you know, then take to social? 
And as companies get better at that, to me, I think that's the more exciting thing because now you're talking about just a a fully integrated holistic marketing approach versus the segmentation. Yeah, streams that's still companies. Many companies are still living it. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of it. Yeah, but I think. It's it's more exciting to see all of that come together. Yeah, and, and I think that makes it more exciting for, you know, all of the employees who are able to do different things and not just the same exact thing every day, day in and day well, for, out. Yeah, for the employees, but it also just makes the company smarter. Yeah. And, and, and bottom line, it should also make the experience with the customers better. Yeah. If you have companies that are tracking that interaction, they know that they just did this, this, and this, and they can send them an email that corresponds with that, that's going to make happier customers. Yeah. And seeing companies adopt that mentality, I think that's going to be, at least for me, as I can help guide them to it, that's the exciting thing about marketing. Awesome. That was a great answer. So I have one last question for you today, Dan. Okay. And that is, what's one piece of advice you have for young, up-and-coming marketers or just people, they don't have to be young, just anyone, you know, getting started in this industry? Hard to give one. So I'll give one. You can give a few. I'll give a few or or, or one that's all-encompassing. Sure. Embrace failure. Okay. I think that's kind of the main thing. You're not going to learn unless you fail. Go in, you know, feet first and see what happens. I mean, that's what marketing is. It's all test, test and learn. Yeah. You do this, you learn from it, you apply it to the next one. So embrace the failure. But also I think the the other thing is also embrace the the feedback and constructive criticism. You know, it's it's a hard thing to hear that, those first few times. Sometimes you get that pain right here, that yeah. little, embrace it, learn from it. That's kind of your uncomfortable spot. Mm-hmm. Learn to live with it and overcome it. And I think if you can embrace, you know, failure, learn to deal with that type of constructive criticism, you're working on yourself, and then you can tackle any of those those projects that come your way. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great piece of advice. Well, that's all the time that we had for today and all the questions that I had for you. I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come speak with us on Modern Marketing Messages. I really enjoyed getting to know more about you and your experience. So thank you, Dan. It was a pleasure, and thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topics discussed today, check out the description of this episode. If you like this episode, follow the podcast wherever you listen to them to stay up to date with us. While you're at it, please give us a rating and share this podcast with others. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Taylor Karg, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message.